You're listening to Wings on Wings. Today we're covering Season 2, Episode 19, All in the Family. In this episode, which aired March 7th, 1991, while lamenting about not being able to meet an attractive, intelligent woman, Brian meets an attractive, intelligent woman. That woman, however, ends up being Kenny's mom. Bonus points, if you remember who Kenny is. Meanwhile, Joe and Helen argue over Joe's little black book. Our wing sauce is a Korean sauce whose name I cannot pronounce. Welcome to Wings that's, on Wings podcast. There we go, Michelle. This is Michelle. Great job. I'm so proud of you. This is DJ. <laughs> Yo, this sauce is my naked crew. Ooh. <laughs> like any KKID? <laughs> yeah. Naked. Naked. We're getting naked, baby. It's the brand. <laughs> this is done. Sup, y'all. What are we What are we doing? <laughs> another <laughs> thrilling episode <laughs> of Wings on yes, Wings. Yes. Welcome to Wings on Wings. We're bringing the energy yeah. right now. The only, uh, one, the only podcast watching Wings and eating Wings, and two, the only podcast that forgets its format every single week. It's not like we've been doing this for a while, so. No. We well, just started. We're, what was the episode called? All in the, the Family. All in the Family. Right. And then, uh, the sauce. Family. <laughs> All in the food one. Gin Dot Guy Hot Sauce. Uh, from a product of Korea. Yes, sir. Um, Korean hot sauce. So. That we know nothing about. But it has a dog on the bottle. As, as a cute little, what is that, a husky? Is that a husky? No, it's actually, um, the, the breed I believe is Jindo. Jindo? Yes. Jindo. It's uh, native to the Korean Peninsula. It's a Korean dog. Mm-hmm. That, that was Korean talk. I looked it up not too long ago. That's the only reason I know. Proud of you. Yeah. I bought this uh, kind of on a whim when I bought Dr. Aspirin's. Yeah. So I was like, well, we'll go get this too. It was like seven bucks a bottle. So we're rolling the bones on this one, folks. All right. I like it. I'm excited. Yeah, let's get into uh, it. Let's also, I didn't hate this episode of Wings. Great. That's an, a such, of... What an improvement. Yeah. I didn't even said you liked it. I did. I kind of liked it. Yeah. I kind of liked, and I kind of liked Brian. Actually, I think maybe I always kind of like Brian. I don't know. You're back and forth on Brian. Yeah, at least it, at least Brian knows what he is. A funky brother? Yeah. He's like, a very funky brother. Helen and Joe. Honestly, how, how did you feel about... He pissed me off. Yeah, so let's talk about it. Um, now, are we going to jump directly to the B-plot? Well, because well, it started... It didn't start We're going to do what we want. Um, it started out right. as the A-plot, though. Fair. Because um, Helen goes into Joe's office and is like, hey... Where'd you get me those flowers from? Flowers from? I need to get flowers for somebody. He goes, oh, the numbers in my black book in my desk. In his little black book. So he, he sent his girlfriend to his little black book yes. in 1991. So then he comes sprinting in like a motherfucker and rips it out of her hands. And of course, that raises many eyebrows, many questions. Uh, what are you hiding, Joe? Why are you being a sneak? And of course, Joe being a terrible liar. It's like, there's nothing at all in the book that you should not be seeing. You don't in need the, to worry about anything. Book. Well, and for those of you who are too young to remember, Brett, a little black book pre-phone, when you could keep all your numbers in your phone, was traditionally where you kept your sexy numbers. Your sexy numbers. The sexy numbers. Your little uh, black book. Did you ever have a little black book then? Nope. How about you, DJ? How old do you think we no. are? How about you, Michelle? 
No. I don't know. I don't we're, know who you guys are fucking. We're not old enough to have little black books. We're, we're just not. old enough to know what they are. We were in the 90s. I was 16. No, I was 17 at the end of the 90s. Yeah, but then we had pagers. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Exactly. By then, people well, were paging us. Excuse me, Richie Riches, <laughs> with your pagers and your beepers. Excuse fucking me. This guy's got a little bit of heat on it. It does. It has a little bit of a uh, little bit of heat. It's nice. I really like it. It's salty. Does it taste salty? No. Hmm. More than any of the other sauces. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Helen looks at the little black book, and then Brian comes in, or no, Joe. Joe. Yes. I still get them mixed up. See, this is why I never liked one of them. Joe comes and rips it out of her hands. And then she's all like, what's in your book? What's in your book? And then they just bicker for the rest of the episode. Well, and I hate that. Sex toys in her purse, I think she said. Well, I think she's just being a bitch. Oh, but he locks the, he locks the thing, and, you know, he whatever. Sure. Yeah. And throws the key over his shoulder, over the wall, mm-hmm. into the airplane hangar. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Which was ridiculous, and I appreciated that. <laughs> but why not just be honest and transparent with each other? Because that's not a good com- comedic device. Right, because couples lie to each other, Michelle. On TV. <laughs> hey. No. Yeah, dog. We have a very honest and open relationship. Do we? Yeah, if you had a little black book and you were just like, oh yeah, here's all the women I used to bang before I knew you, I'd be like, cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But that's okay. Uh, But like, why not just be honest with each other? Because this is a 90s sitcom. You have to create tension. Right. And 90s sitcoms, well, I would say like almost all sitcoms, women are always horrible nags and couples are terrible to each other. Mm -hmm. And it it drives me insane. Just be more communicative. Where's the the fun in that for the viewers at home? There's other plot devices you can use. Like what? Honesty? Good times. Being polite. Kindness. (laughs) Just tell real jokes. Why do all your jokes have to be like women are shrews? Because the writers were probably the stereotypical images of comedy guys from that era. Mm -hmm. A.K.A. douchebags. Right. Yeah, there was no woman writing on this show. I can almost guarantee it. I picture a smoky I picture a smoky room with a bunch of guys who are like look like they all like fucked up and fell out of stand up. Got jobs in Hollywood writing. And that's the same stuff they go on. And they're working off the same shitty material everybody did back in those days. Huh. <laughs> like huh, women go shopping, am I right, fellas? Ho 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 ho. She had so many pairs of shoes. What a bitch. <laughs> Women's lib. Oh, Ellen Byron, uh, Lisa Capstrom. There's a couple ladies writing on this show. Well, there you go. In 1991, though? Because uh, no. we're still in 1991. No, 94. Oh, okay. Yeah. Feminist movement. Mm-hmm. Lilith Fair. Horde <laughs> <laughs> <Or> tour. <laughs> Tori Amos. <laughs> It's Liz Fair's fault that there's people, <laughs> that there's women writing. It's true. Did she run Lilith Fair? No. 
Oh. I just picked a random woman from Lilith Fair. Okay. I don't know why I want to say Fiona Apple, but that was a little before her time. Yeah. I think it was uh, the Indigo Girls who ran Lilith Fair, wasn't it? Was it? L7. I don't remember. I wish it was L7. L7. Well, they L- were on it. It was a Lilith Fair where L7 threw the tampon, right? I don't know this oh. story. Was yeah, that, no, that, that was Woodstock. Been, that was like the Woodstock whatever. Was Woodstock it? or was it Lollapalooza? Mm-hmm. I think it was Lollapalooza. No, Lollapalooza was the best out of all of these things we're talking about. I like how we're barely talking about the episode. <laughs> Which we actually liked, but... Yeah. Uh, the whole... That was, like, one part of the whole plot. The other plot was that Brian went oh, it was on like, a... It was the Reading Festival in... Oh, okay. It's a Reading Festival. It's like Over in England. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like Reading, oh. and Reading They think they run back to back Reading and Leeds. Yeah. All right, back to the episode. Back the, to Wings. Yeah, the other plot was that Brian went on a date with... Kenny's mom, and for those of you who forgot who Kenny was, so like did us. we. Yeah. Uh, and Kenny is the very young pilot that they hired because Joe still can't fly because he has high blood pressure. My man is still grounded. Yeah. So Kenny is, I don't know, still in high school? Yes. And also a pilot and also works part-time at Ahab's. Ahab's a Fish Shack. Fish Shack, yes. yeah. Um, and Brian goes on a date with his mom. And, you know, it's Brian. That's the whole other plot. And then the, the other subplot is just that Roy needs glasses. That's literally that the other subplot. That, that was the best, best part, part of the episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is because Lowell, Lowell pokes him in the eyes. Because <laughs> he thinks they're like really super clear lenses <laughs> in his giant glasses. So he gives him the old pokeski. <laughs> I love that so and much. And Roy sells it real good. Oh, that was real good. Um. But yeah, Brian goes on a date with Melinda. Yeah, Kenny's mom. The next day... um, Learns a lesson. Well, the next day, Kenny's like, oh, like, my mom had such a good time with you. Maybe one day you could be my dad. Yeah, that's sad. And he's just like, ha, 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 ha. Goes to to Joe's office and he's just like, god damn it. Like, no, that woman, like, just talked too much for me. She just won't shut up. And to be fair, he was having a conversation at the table before he met her and was like, why is it so hard for me to find attractive, intelligent women? And she was like, there's one right here. And he was like, what? She's like, I'm attractive and intelligent and this and that. It's a weird way to start a relationship. But it didn't work out. No. And you know what? Brian was a grown-up about it. He called her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said well, that. He wasn't like a dickhead. No. no. Things, sometimes things don't work out. Right. Communicative. Honest. See? See where we're going with this? Brian was a better person than Joe in this episode. Wow. That I agree with 100%. Yeah, that's true. Brian learned something. Joe was like a sniveling little bitch. Right. I wouldn't your purse, Helen. Like, shut up, dude. It's a fucking woman's purse. Let it go. I'll take it a step backwards. If I was in his shoes and I found out it was the mother of one of my coworkers, I might at that point be like, "Yeah, this might be too much of a conflict of interest." Doug, that would have given you more motivation. Yeah, come on, the fuck you we know you bullshit. I have ethics. <laughs> Believe it or not. Whoa. Okay. Believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> There's a way to do business and a way not to do business. Doug, you take that to the pay window no matter what. Don't, don't, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining, Doug, all right? I, <laughs> I do, I understand <laughs> that, but I also, you know, he made the decision he made to go out with Kenny's mom. I Kenny, I was that always his name? I felt like it was Derek, I don't know. <laughs> no. But, but we, we also learned that his middle name is Margaret. Yes, Margaret. yes. Uh, 
But he went out with Kenny's mom. But then he handled it like a a champ to break yeah, it off, you right. know, and that and that mattered. And then when he went to talk to Kenny, because Kenny was mad at him, mm-hmm. and Kenny punched him. Yes. But he was honest with Kenny and said, you know, he was going to say it was because his mom talked too much, but he said it was me, which I think at first he was lying, but then he realized no. that's true. Right. He realized it so is him. Did he blow off the blonde he hit on to yes. go out with Kenny's mom? He did. Yes. Okay. See, so that shows some character growth right there, too. Right, he he was just yeah. blowing out the blonde and because it's, he it's, was treating her like a piece of meat. But it's a '90s sitcom, and all of this character growth will be thrown out the window for the next episode. That's true. Oh yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Brian Lurie, this was a good episode. This was a fun little uh, Wings episode that was funny. I laughed a couple times. Okay, but what? Kenny socked him with a fistful of quarters. Oh, yeah, he, he had to give the roll of quarters. Yep. He break, he break old... his fingers, though. People think yeah. you just get away with that punch. Pull the old Jacques Rougeau. Yeah, but it'll break your hand. So what was the thing Joe said that you knew? You something about before? ifs and nuts and butts or something. <laughs> if, if nuts and bolts or ifs yeah, and... Yeah, I don't know. Don'ts, what? Nuts if, and butts. If, if ifs and butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a very nice Christmas. Oh, all right. That's some weird shit. Yeah, I've heard it before. I don't know where. Probably like some movie. They say your great grandmother. Did they say? Did they say my great grandmother spoke Polish? So I doubt that. Um, Your great grandmother spoke Polish. Uh huh. Wow, you're super Polish. My grand, my grandmother on my mom's side was first generation American. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, now we have a '90s sitcom relationship. You're not telling me things. (laughs) Wow. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Whatever. It's like a. I don't know. I think maybe they said it Willy Wonka or something. I don't know. I feel like a, an old person said like. I feel like Grandpa Joe or Jessica Tandy said it in a movie at some point. <laughs> Grandpa Joe or Jessica Tandy. Now there's a pair. Or Hume Cronin. <laughs> yes. It's stupid. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I it? kept fucking it up because I was at one point I was trying to say if ifs and nuts were candies and butts, yes. then <laughs> butt candy. Now that's a good nuts. Christmas. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd like uh, butts and candy for Christmas. That'd be a good time. You'd like some nut candy? I'll take some butt candy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me eat some lifesavers out of your butthole. Well, this this took a turn. <laughs> uh, so apparently. Apparently, it was coined by Dallas Cowboys quarterback Don Meredith. Ah, well, then, then it doesn't matter. Well, he was a sports commentator for Monday Night Football in 1970 with Howard Cosell. And Howard Cosell said, if Los Angeles wins, it's a big one, but San Francisco is still very much in it. And Don Meredith said, if if and butts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. And Howard said, I, I didn't think you'd remember that old canard. And Don said, is that what that was? <laughs> What's oh, that? Howard. <laughs> Howard Cosell. It became Meredith ca- Don Meredith's catchphrase. What? Boy, oh, that, guy, that a, got over. It's a 19th century uh, proverb. Uh, I guess Stepmother by George Payne Rainsfield James said, if ifs and... Ands were pots and pans. There'd be no work for the tinkers. So I, we, I think I, that one's I, aged out. I just took this down a path that yep. none of us can understand. Uh, no. yeah. I, I, if when Doug's lost, I'm lost. Right. <laughs> so there you go. And huh. I'm the guy where in once upon a time I said, "Ah, oh, that was all sizzle and no steak." And and Brett, you and at least one other person, Carl Levine, said, "What the fuck does that mean?" Mm-hmm. 
I just threw that did happen. Yeah, but also I once told you that it's your, that it's your dirty dishwater. You soak in it, and you looked at me like I had three eyes. So. <laughs> this is true. See, that one <laughs> I know is, is from uh, Mystery it's Science Theater. Gypsy from Mystery Science Theater says it. All right, I'm, I as much as I do like Mystery Science Theater three thousand, I just never really watched a lot of the episodes. Mm, it's in the movie, I think, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The This Islander. Yeah, it, I think it's in the movie because it's when Crow breaches the hole. Well, it's Gypsy. It's Gypsy that says it. Yeah. The only time I ever watched the MST3K movie, I was drunk as shit. It's very good. I've heard that. Yeah, what else about this episode? Anything? That's it. Um, The opening gag was Brian and Kenny playing computer games Mm. and then talking about cutting holes in the vomit bags on Roy's planes. Some guy called them bozos (laughs) and wandered away while Faye was trying to ask him, what's your name, sir, so I can book your flight? I had to call more people bozos. Oh, and Joe went through some woman's purse and found her talking mm, about yeah. Bob making her loins burn. <laughs> Bob and her loins, yeah. yeah. Well, good for Bob. Yeah. And good for her. I was going to say, I hope and they get together. Loins. Bob's got big dick energy. Yeah, good that's, for him. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think we covered everything yeah. for this episode. All right. Want to rate the episode and we'll talk about the sauce? Let's do it. Do it to it. All right, so this was... Uh, all in the Family. Episode, season 2, Episode 19, All in the Family, aired March 7th, 1991, and has a 7.4 rating on IMDb. Who wants to start off with their personal ratings? What do we read it out of? <laughs> I almost gave five it an fives. 8. Out of five fives. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Michelle, you can go 8. <laughs> oh, God. You want to do five eights? Uh, <laughs> eight fives. Um... So a four? I'm going to give it a, uh, yeah, I'll give it a four. Okay. I'll give it a four. I think it was a good episode. There mm-hmm. was some uh, Brian character growth. Mm-hmm. Helen and Joe are still terrible, mm-hmm. uh, but it was funny. Uh, I'll give it oh, a I, I know why I liked it so much. Because okay. it had the whole, uh, there was a Dylan Thomas, Bob Dylan joke. Oh, right. Oh, it yeah. was funny. And, and somehow ended up on Bob Denver. And then John Denver. And then John Denver. Kinda. Yeah, we were. That one went a lot of places. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I like a good Dylan well, Thomas well, twists and turns there. Uh, I'm going to give it 3.75. I liked it. It was a good episode. I am going to go... I'm going to go about with 3.5. It was innocuous, a fun episode. Some of the jokes actually landed. I like the one joke about Lowell can't figure it out why he couldn't meet any woman at the one <laughs> bar he went to. And then somebody else was like, that's a gay hangout. And he was like, that would explain the phone calls from Steve. <laughs> yeah, that, was oh, a good, that was a good joke. And, oh, Helen with that black ribbon tied in her hair is absolutely fucking adorable. I thought she looked like Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> well, then apparently Thomas Jefferson is adorable. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson hit up Doug's line. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, where you at? <laughs> Sup, dude? Uh, he wasn't picky. He'd probably, he'd probably give you a Thomas Jefferson shot. was an asshole. Let's was, just throw yes, it out there right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm not was. saying he wasn't down to fuck. <laughs> right, he put his dick in just about anything he wanted, so. <laughs> yep, so. Consent or otherwise. Yeah, that means fuck himself. Doug, top five dead presidents you'd fuck. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, number one is John F. Kennedy. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, that That's a say, gimme. Yeah. 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 yeah, right. <laughs> number two, just to see what kind of secrets I can get him divulged with, I'd fuck Nixon. Wow. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, because I feel like that would be some pretty... Just... Uh, Teddy Roosevelt would fuck you. So. Yeah. 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 That would... yeah, was the... yeah. <laughs> that... yeah. There'd be a lot of broken furniture. <laughs> That, that would be like, by the time you get done with that one, it'd be like, my God, that was hot. I need a cigarette and a trip to the hospital. They call him Rough Rider for nothing. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> we say FDR. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to get the hate fuck out of the way, wow. I'd hate fuck the shit out of Reagan for all the damage he did to this fucking country. All right. Um, oh man, he deserves it. Yeah, he deserves to get treated like. <laughs> yeah, I treat him like funny. a piece of garbage. That is a sentence yeah. that has never been spoken <laughs> no. in the history of Earth. No, no. I'd hate yeah. for I will be shocked. Shocked if we don't lose listeners. Oh. Over this. Oh. One more. Uh, one? Let's see. Oh man, this is a tough one. We only have like twelve listeners. <laughs> I know, that's true. We'll be down to ten after this one. Um, just because there were rumors and he was a tall fella, I think I'd go with Lincoln. Okay. Oh, nice. He, I mean, he was yeah. very tall. He was very tall, and you know, word got around back in them their days. Yeah. yeah. Any honorable mentions? <laughs> is Jimmy Carter dead? I was going to ask that nope. same question. Jimmy Carter? No. No, but you can fuck him to death. <laughs> him and his wife just celebrate like their 70th wedding anniversary. Oh, he's so... I love him. He's so oh, sweet. God. And okay, he's still alive. I honestly have... I honestly struggle to remember. The only... I, I was like, wait a minute. Is he alive or dead? Because oh, I know he outlived yeah. Reagan and goddamn Bush Sr. So... But yeah, there we go. That's that's about it. Um, yeah, three fives out of five, or three and a half, three point five out of five. Uh, Brett, where are you there, Doctor? Uh, I, I was gonna go three point two five, but just for that conversation, I'm going three point five. All right, because that made me happy. Uh, I just was reminded a uh, little shout out to Notoriously D on Twitter uh, for uh, tweeting at us and discovering the show. Few thank, days ago, thank, thank you. And uh, we apologize yeah, in advance. You, either you're welcome or we're sorry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. You either love us or you hate us. Right. There's not going to be any in between. All right, sauce it up. Sauce. Let's, let's talk about it. Sauce. Rate it. Give it a little talk here. We didn't talk much about it while uh, we were eating it. We did it, which usually means it's good. It was good. Uh, I I thought it was a little runny, but it was very uh, Frank's Red Hot ish. Yeah. I, I found it to be, but it was a little, it had a good heat. I liked it. I'm going to go uh, a three. Okay. Um, I uh, I liked it. Remind me a lot of the Sriracha Panache from a while ago. Oh, the Vietnamese yeah. uh, Sriracha. Yeah. Um, but like a pretty base hot sauce. Uh, a little thin, but good. Stuck to the wing pretty nice, even though it was thin. Um, not, uh, not anything wild and crazy, but a good, solid flavor, uh, and, uh, this and a cute dog on, cute on, dog the, on the label, uh, Doug will probably say this too, but it'll be real good on some pizza. I was just thinking, I was thinking about that, yeah. Real good pizza hot sauce right here, uh, but I'm, just like Michelle, I'm gonna give it a three, a little bit above average, you know, the, or above the middle, it got some good heat on it, flavor was good, but nothing, nothing stand out, you know, but still good. So, give it a three. Okay. For this one, for a random grab, I think this one did pretty well since I think I paid seven fifty for this on fucking Amazon. Uh, I love it that it was made by the Naked Crew in Seoul, South Korea. Fucking big ups to them. I hope you're listening, or probably not. Big ups to the Naked all of, Crew. All, everyone in uh, Seoul, Korea. I big ups to all our homies in Korea. If they get in touch with us. I know our final episode has to be from the Nantucket Airport. Mm-hmm. If we get in touch with the Naked Crew, our second to last episode will have to be from their facility in Seoul, South Korea. Okay. I'll be phoning in via satellite for that one. <laughs> well, you don't want to take a flight to South Korea? I'm all right. All right. I mean, every good episode needs to pan to somebody who's on satellite. That's though. true. There you go. Touche. So I'm going to go with it. This is... 
if Frank's led red hot, or Frank's led hot, if you're into mm-hmm. that, if Frank's red hot won enough matches to level up, it would become this. Okay. Oh, hey, you know, I like that yeah, uh, right. way of thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, because this is like a evolved Frank. So yeah. yeah, it's a good, this is a good, I don't know what hot sauce I'm going to use, so I'm going to go with this one mm-hmm. because I know what I'm going to yeah. get and I'm going to enjoy yeah. it. Well, it's a little hotter than Frank's Red Hot, which yeah. I like. But if, you were, if you were to thicken that up with some butter and some, you know, tomato sauce to make a real wing sauce out of it, I think that'd be a real good base. Yeah, it is a wee bit on the runny side. Um, usually that's one of the big things I complain about. It was bad, but it was not the worst thing. I mean, Jesus like Christ, I was doing fingers yeah. off my plate, as were you, dude. Yes, I enjoyed it. it so, great. yeah, I like this. Uh, doing fingers doing off fingers. my plate. Yeah. So a 3.25. I'm sorry, were we talking about Ronald Reagan again? I was confused. <laughs> uh, to what, Doug? 3.25. 3.25. Good man. Jesus Christ. Uh, Brett. Yeah. Great uh, the dog sauce. This was good, man. Green I liked it a sauce. lot. Um, definitely got the Frank's Red Hot vibe, which... Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with Frank's Red Hot. Nope. No. Um, it's a I good feel classic. Like a, lot of, a lot of people overlook Frank's Red Hot for right. some reason. Damn right. That's all reliable. Um, Frank's Red Hot's better than Texas Pete. I'll, yeah, all I'll, day. I'll go to, all day. Go to my deathbed with yeah. that one. We'll talk about Crystal in a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go 3.5. That was good shit. Right. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm into it, dude. That's a good sauce. Good baseline. Yeah. Sort of like a... Almost like indiscriminate. Like you're not going to be able to know what like what pepper it is, like any of that kind of stuff. It's just a just a hot sauce, hot sauce. It, I believe on the bottle it said it specifically was made from a type of Korean pepper that yeah. I completely have no understanding of the Korean language, so I'm not even going to fucking attempt to pronounce it. Sorry, many listeners from Korea, I suck at your language. Mm-hmm. I like bulgogi. Bulgogi's good. Bulgogi that's, is a good time. <laughs> bulgogi is the shit. All right. Well, that's that's the episode in the in the rating. That's yeah. the one. So, um, uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Yes. Uh, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at underscore wings on wings. Email us wings on wings podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Remember the soon to be named network. Yes. At STBN Network on Twitter, soonbenamednetwork.com, soonbenamednetwork.tumblr.com to find us and all the other shows that happen to be on the network with us. And, uh, yeah. We all there. Yeah. That's it. Doug, do your thing. We're out of here. Eat some wings. Enjoy some wings. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of podcast networks.